This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 43. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, your source for the very best tools, tips and ideas used by real estate's top performers. Now here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi everyone, and welcome back to the show. If you've ever thought about writing your own book as a lead generator, then you and I have a lot in common. The professional credibility, marketing power, and personal brand awareness that comes with being a published author is far greater than anything I could have possibly imagined. In fact, at the end of this interview, I'm going to show you how you can become the author of a book I've written especially for agents looking to take their personal brand to the next level and leverage a heap of unique and exciting marketing opportunities. But if you want, you can do it yourself like my good friend, Sydney agent, Jeff Grist. Jeff and I met quite a few years ago, right when I was getting best agents off the ground. He understands real estate marketing and the value a great agent can add when working with a property owner to help them sell for more. In the years since we met, Jeff and I have shared many ideas and kept in touch. And when I heard he'd written his only generating real estate book, I couldn't wait to read it and feature an interview with Jeff on the show, which you're about to hear. Over the years, a lot of agents have told me they're going to write a book, but few actually get round to it. And I think that's probably because they underestimate the amount of time and pure effort involved. I believe that good writing is the foundation of good marketing, and in the show notes for this episode at topagentsplaybook.com, I'm including a link to check out and buy Jeff's book, Sold Above Market. I'm also including a link to a special website I've set up called realestateauthors.net, where you can become the author of your own lead generating book. Okay, here's my interview with Jeff. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I'm with Jeff Grist from Richardson and Wrench in Mossman Neutral Bay, New South Wales. How are you doing, Jeff? Yeah, really well, right? Buddy, I wanted to um, catch up with you. It was great to catch up at, uh, at Recharge in October on the Gold Coast. And um, Fantastic. It, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of work, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And I, um, it was great to see you there. And I want to thank you for a copy of your book that you gave me called Sold Above Market. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today. I mean, uh, as a fellow author, tell me um, uh, what was the motivation to write the book and what's the backstory? Oh, right. Look, my motivation was like, you've written so many, I've got to at least have one. It's <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> so catching up on that. Oh, I'm just reading. It looks like some of my copy here too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what struck me is everyone wants to have something, you know, different or be able to say, look, I'm a little bit different because so yes. a book gives you a point of difference and um, there's no other real estate agents in my area with a book. So... It seemed that if I know enough about it to fill a book, I should write a book. So I did. Cool. Um, I'm now using it as a pre-listing tool. Um, people call me in to come and see a place on Friday and I'll shoot them a copy of the book, uh, you know, on the on the Tuesday. I don't expect them to read it, but um, at least they have an understanding that uh, I've got a, a system and a plan in place. And um, it, it actually helps the uh, them to get to know me before I get there. Yeah, of course. Well, 
I don't need to tell you, I guess, but the, the credibility fact, factor from being an author is, is enormous, I've found, uh, and you'd be discovering that now as well. And, and with a title like Sold Above Market, or my book, I guess, How to Sell Your Home for More, but I always say the promise is in the title. And it's, exactly. difficult, it's difficult as real estate agents. We don't, if we were selling a car or um, a computer or a phone or something physical, you can hold it up. But when you're selling a service, you don't really have anything you can hold up and say, here's what I do. But when you've got a book, you actually do. Do you find that? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, before I wrote a book, I was just another real estate agent. Now I'm um, in demand for um, interviews and uh, I'm helping um, a journalist at Domain write an article this weekend. Uh, Kevin Turner's had me on for BC, um, been, uh, had a double page spread in Elite Agent. And, um, you know, that's all adds to your credibility as well. So, uh, of course, the title I really wanted was Trust Me, I'm a Real Estate Agent, but I think you've got that one. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that was a, you, you're going back into the vault now. That, that was a while ago. <laughs> so it was interesting. Um, it, uh, it was a title that we thought and the publisher would, thought would do kind of well, but it, it really didn't. So uh, I don't know, maybe because there was a photo of me on the cover. So, uh, well... My publisher said to me, we want to put the promise on the can. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's, that's where Sold Above Market came about and it just seemed the, the, the logical uh, conclusion once I've written it. One of the things I wanted to ask you, is it a reflection of the awesome Sydney market and you're in a pretty amazing, you're in a pretty amazing couple of suburbs in a, in a pretty amazing city. Is it perhaps a reflection of, of the buoyancy of your market? In, in how long's this boom been going now for? Ten plus years or something? Um, oh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. And, and the last two years in particular, I've been absolutely nuts. So, you know, we've really gone from a nuts to normal market again. Um, but the expectation of everybody that uh, you go and see was that they wanted a, a premium price, and, yep. uh, and they deserve it. And if the market's prepared to pay it, then let's uh, go about how to. Uh, get that premium price for them. So being, you know, no one wants to be sold under the market, of course, um, so sold above market became the, the norm, really. Um, interesting, I was talking to a buyer's agent the other day who said, I love the title of your book, um, but uh, could you write another one for me, Bought Below Market? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every buyer, every, every buyer wants to buy below, don't they? And uh, Exactly. It, you know, every seller wants to sell above. So yeah. So uh, tell me, talk a bit more about that. Let's just unpack that for a sec. When you're at a listing presentation and, I mean, hypothetically say somebody says, well, that's interesting, Jeff, you're going to sell, you know, you've got a, you, you've got a, uh, a book here that talks about selling above, above market value or market price. How exactly do you do that? Fair question. Um, it comes back to start with their motivation in the first place, right? If they're just toying with the idea of selling, I mean, I, I tend to be quite selective about the people I work with these days. Um, unless they're absolutely motivated to sell, then um, I'm, I probably could spend my time better elsewhere. So th- that's the first thing I do is find out what, you know, do, have they bought something else? Have they got two homes? They only need one. Uh, is it a deceased estate? Is it uh, you know marital problem? Whatever it is, uh, are we selling? Because if we're not selling, then we we can't go to the buyers with a genuine offer to say, look, you know these people are selling. Yeah. So the 
of course, in any market, you get people that say, look, I'd sell if I got a high price. Um, and I, I can understand where they're coming from. But the reality is if you want to get a, an above-market price, you need to be committed to the sale in the first place. Uh, once you've got that commitment, um, then we've got to offer the house uh, or the property in such a way that it's seen as a property that deserves a price above market in its presentation and its um, positioning. So it's a two-go hand-in-hand to, to uh, you know, it'd be nice to think every property could be sold above market, but to do that you'll need... Uh, you need supply and demand, so you need more buyers than sellers and more buyers wanting that particular home. So, as you know, presentation is king and uh, if it doesn't look like it's worth more money, then it probably isn't. Which also begs the question, I guess, uh, what is market value? Absolutely, and if you put three real estate agents in your lounge room, you'll get three different answers. So... Um, where obviously if you've lived in the home for 10 years, you've got a fair idea of what you believe is a fair market value as well. But it's only until you start bringing buyers through that you actually get a feel for where they believe market is and, and market's probably a little bit below where the agent said and probably a long way below where uh, the vendor wants. Yep. But um, buyers are then prepared to stretch if it's the right, right home. And um, uh, that, that process can either be a you know, private sale where they're um, going to put their best foot forward early uh, or at an auction if you've got the right uh, buyer groups for that. So, yeah, I was that, that was my next question. Um, so a good segue into that. I guess you're auctioning property and, and uh, offering it for sale as well? Yeah, we, we, we are in an auction area. Um, people are very comfortable with auctions. Um, you generally are listing a property as an auction, and if you're not, then the initial question from buyers who see it is, has this been to auction, hasn't sold? Yeah. So that's the expectation. Um, probably six or seven out of ten properties will sell before auction. Um, if... Uh, we're coming back to a, a more normal market where you probably only got one or two buyers on each property. Um, two years ago, we probably had five or six. So more were running the market and, and uh, you know, achieving great results because yeah. of the competition. So yeah. it's, uh, as everyone knows, if, uh, if you've got one standout buyer who's head and shoulders above the, uh, above the rest, I'd start negotiating with him. Yeah. And... I mean, with a kind of an evocative title like sold above market, um, you, you're obviously doing your best to manage sellers' expectations, aren't you? Because you're kind of creating this, uh, you're kind of creating this environment where uh, their their dream can become a reality. Well, absolutely, and you know, clearly, um, you know, a book title sells books as well. So, sold above market, someone's going to pick that up and say. Well, I better read that. Um, but when when I'm representing a buyer, obviously that's my goal to get them sold above market. And um, you can bet I give out books to buyers as well, and say, look, <laughs> I don't sell bargains. So you know, if you're going to uh, be interested in this property, you're going to have competition. You're going to expect to be paying a, a fair, reasonable price, and perhaps have to pay a premium to secure it. So. Um, there's certainly, uh, you know, my job is to 
exceed my vendor's expectations. And uh, again, that comes back to where is market, as you said. And I really like the idea around this, and I'm going to um, I'm going to post I'm going to post the the, uh, the the cover art on the in the show notes, so people just need to go to topagentsplaybook.com, and uh, I'll be posting all of that there. Um, the question that I had was, I guess it goes to marketing as well. When you've got a marketing tool such as a book like this or a lead generator or a lead magnet, call it what you like, I guess it's giving you the opportunity to actually get in the front door in the first place and perhaps into a door that or into a home that you mightn't have otherwise had the opportunity to visit. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I particularly find that at open homes. So if I'm selling a lovely home and I've got buyers coming through and and they're engaged with it, um, I'm also able to say to them, look, I'm, uh, I'm an author of a book. I'd love you to have a complimentary copy. And the title, they clearly know that this property is not going to be a bargain. Yep. <laughs> They're dealing with me. Yep. But it, it, it does act as a, um, an entry card to get them to say, well, perhaps you better come around and have a look at our place. Yeah. Well, uh, buyers become sellers. And, um, boy, many a time in my career, uh, uh, sellers uh, come to me and said, well, look, you know, I, I paid through the nose via your agency to get this property. Now you've got to do the same thing for me. Absolutely, yeah. And um, uh, many times I, uh, people have said to me, I'd, I'd love you to sell my house, I just wouldn't want to buy one from you. Yeah, nice. Um, tell me about your pre-listing. You said you use, you use your book as, a, as part of your pre-listing kit. Can you, can you yeah, just explain a little bit about the mechanics around that? Well, the, the books become my business card. Okay. So um, I really put it forward, uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably give away more books than ever sell in the shops. Sure. Um, but that's, uh, that's part of the process. And if, if I wasn't doing that, I'd be crazy because it's uh, the best business card. Um, I put it forward to them. It just gives an introduction. I mean, uh, most of the people in, in this area have sold a home every five or six years it's nothing new to them. They all understand the process and, and what's to happen. The hard part is getting called in in the first place. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, with uh, so many agents in this area, and all of them are very good because they wouldn't survive otherwise, um, the book does give me a point of difference to be able to say, well, uh, we better call him in. He's, he's actually written a book about it, so he must know, you know, more than the average bear. Yeah, well, it's positioning you as the agent of authority, I guess, in your area, isn't it? Well, that's what books do, right? And yep. that's, uh, that's, that's why the phone rings and, um, you know, I can highly recommend it. anyone who's got, uh, got a bit of time, <laughs> start making some notes and write, write a book of your own. Sit down and write a book, yeah. Easier said than done, I'm sure you'd agree. Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a very lonely thing to sit and write a book um, and um, you often wonder whether you're on the right track or, or not. And, um, but it is very rewarding when uh, you can walk into a bookshop and see it on the shelf and uh, watch people pick it up and take it to the counters even more rewarding. It's, it's great, isn't it? I used to actually do that with my kids and I'd, I'd have them trained to, uh, to go into a bookstore and, uh, 
and haul the book out from the back or wherever it was tucked away or hiding and um, and put it cover out prominently and, uh, and that used to be our mission on Saturdays which was which was always fun on Saturday afternoons so love doing that yeah it's, uh, it's uh, look even in a bookstore even in a bookstore it's all about location right so yeah if you, books on the bottom shelf it's not going to sell if it's at eye height it will. So what about we do something radical and um, if you're in a bookstore uh, and you see Jeff's book, it's called Sold Above Market, and you pull it out and you get a selfie of yourself with it in front of the... <laughs> That'd be great. Love that. In front of the, um, in front of the uh, bookshelf uh, and you put it prominently on the shelf, Jeff will send you a copy. Happy to. Is that a good Absolutely. deal? Yeah, no, okay. I'm on for that. All right. Now, if they don't want to, uh, if they don't want to be that adventurous, and of course, you know, our listeners are, are shy little things; they'd never do anything like that. Um, how do they get hold of a copy? Um, look, uh, hopefully, it's in all leading bookstores, but Booktopia online is okay. the best place. Um, Booktopia is a great website for uh, for books. Um, I've also got a website of my own, soldabovemarket.com.au, so you can buy it online there. So you can grab a copy there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Let's. I mean, it's, uh, on, it's on Amazon, of course, as well. But um, if you're in Australia, Booktopia is the, the place to go. The US. Uh, well, they can just go to your. They can just. You're breaking up a little bit there, but they can just go to your store and buy it. I think, can't they? That's probably better. They can. They can buy it from me, and I'll sign it and, and mail it out. Awesome. All right. Well, let's make that happen. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Let's move on to um, sort of regular agency practice. Um, What's what's working for you at the moment? Um, I'm assuming you use a database or a CRM. What's working for you at the moment? How are you getting results? Um, give me a little bit of uh, insight as to what's going on in inside the world of Jeff Grist. Sure, thanks, Matt. Well, um, many years ago, I worked for a lot of and uh, it's been my database uh, ever since. Hang on a sec, mate. I totally I totally lost you then. Okay. The, the the line's oh, gone yeah. the line's gone really dead. Can oh, you really? can you pedal faster? Yeah, I'm <laughs> put another twenty cents in. Yeah. Okay. I can hear you fine, but okay. Uh, oh, so start over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, many years ago, I switched across to Locked On, and that's um, that's the CRM I use. Right. Awesome. And uh, after having a great chat to Carl Quested up at uh, the uh, show in Queensland recently, we've um, now adopting agent mail uh, in a big way. Right. So I sent out about 4,000 letters uh, just last month. Right. And um, that's a great system, uh, you know, double-sided colour, mailed for me. And uh, I think out of 4,000, I only had about 30, 36 came, came back. So uh, that's a testament to the quality of the information already in the system. So... Uh, it's important to, that I'm dealing with actual individual people. I don't like sending to householders or I, I don't particularly like letterbox drops. I much prefer addressed mail. So um, agent mail through Locked On is a fantastic uh, process to be able to do that. Um, the other thing we're doing uh, is this time of year, um, spending a lot more time in the shopping centre. Right. Everybody's coming up to uh, get all their Christmas things and uh, you make, you'll do a lot more business uh, out of the office than you will in the office. Okay. So even yesterday we were <laughs> buying some uh, 
some Christmas cakes for, for clients and we had three clients that we bumped into doing that and I said that if I give you the Christmas cake here in the shop, you'll have to pay for it on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> they had a laugh about that. But um, it's a great time of year to, to catch up with people, um, pick up the phone and say hello again and um, wish them a Merry Christmas. I mean, it's the only time of year you can do it, so you might as well take advantage of it. It's a great opportunity to call, isn't it? December's all about that because you've got something to say. I mean, if you're ringing in May or, or August, yeah. there's, uh, it's business as usual, but you can you can do Christmas wishes or, uh, as they say over here in, the, in, the, in good old North America, holiday wishes. Holiday wishes is, uh, is very PC. I think um, it's the uh, generic term. Exactly. The um, the good thing about calling is that it, it, at any point they'll turn the conversation around to how's the market. Yeah. And um, uh, we had a sales meeting this morning and uh, I've got seven properties lined up for mid-January. Beautiful. So, um, again, people that weren't quite ready and we've actually given them a plan and a calendar and said this is what we are going to do and they've embraced it. So um, I think think that it's important that real estate agents are giving um, sellers directions, not just sort of letting them wander along yep. because they're looking for direction. They're looking for someone to take control of it and to say, this is the plan, this is how we're going to achieve a, a great result for you, this is how we'll get your house sold above market. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, let me just rewind for one sec because every time that we start talking about locked on and direct mail, people who don't use the don't use the system get a little confused. Um, okay. Because when we, when we think about direct mail, we think about uh, writing out a letter or typing out a letter, printing the letter off, mm. signing the letter, stuffing it in the envelope, schlepping down to the post office, uh, buying bulk postage, handing it over. With Locked On and, and the system that you're using with, uh, yeah. with, with Agent Mail, it's all a couple of clicks. Can you walk us through that? Absolutely. Look, um, <coughs> Agent Mail has actually revolutionised my um, my database contact because I have a virtual assistant in the Philippines. She can uh, log in to Locked On. She can um, select the people in the database that we want to communicate with. So, for instance, every time a property is listed in my area, she goes into uh, Locked On and RP Data she puts in the 10 by 10s around that listing, which may or may not be mine. Yep. And she sends a template letter from the Philippines uh, through Locked On. It gets printed in Queensland and mailed in Australia. And that's a, that's a job that I don't have to do. Yeah. And it means I'm in contact with 20 people every time a new listing comes up. Yeah. And, so, you, and you're paying an hourly rate to, to this lady in, um, in the Philippines, aren't you? She's my, yeah, she's my uh, full-time VA, so yep. she works 20 hours a week for me right. and the cost of that's uh, $6 an hour. Lovely. I don't understand why more people aren't making use of that. I, absolutely. You know what? When I started, I thought, I wonder if I'll have enough for her to do, um, but because she can do so much through the locked-on system with the contacts, 
she's never short of something to do. She's always writing because we write up the template letters together and then they're in the system. So I know exactly what goes out. It doesn't go out unless, uh, you know, I've checked it first. Of course. I don't have to supervise her because all she needs to do is write back. She reports back to me at the end of the day what she's done in terms of these are the letters that went out and they went out to these people and, um, you know, that's another great contact. So um, I've... Yeah, now uh, she's working 20 hours a week. I think next year I'll have to put her on for 40 hours a week. Yeah. And did you hire her through an agency or is does she work independently? Yeah, no, I hired her through um, Brett Russo has a business called Outsourced Workers. Okay. Uh, he's up in Queensland as well. Okay. And uh, Brett uh, identified um, Leah for me and she has a real estate background but she's got a new family so she wanted to uh, spend more time working from home. So without having to train her, she she came knowing um, all, all the RP data side of things and, and understanding what tasks real estate agents need to do and what's dollar productive. So, so she's got a great background and I was very, very lucky to find her. Did, did she help you transfer your data over to Locked On or, or was that something that was already done? No, Locked On... Uh, did all that for me, so, right. they, so they imported. So we've actually got because the whole office has got a database of over forty-one. Totally lost you. Totally lost so, you again, mate. Totally okay, lost you again. Okay. I know you can hear me clear, but um, and okay. I can just edit yep. this. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering where we got up to. I'll go back to. Um, uh, how many people got in the database? Or, yeah, yeah. So it's Ian and sorry, I've got a blank on Luke? the other guy. Luke. Luke. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I should remember Luke, shouldn't I? Okay, so um, uh, the whole office uses Locked On, and um, Luke arranged to import over forty-one thousand contacts for us. Okay, and uh, they all came in seamlessly, and um, now we, you know, work on those. So. It's great when you send out uh, a mail out. You, you will get some people coming back, but that's because they move and don't tell you. And um, so you're constantly uh, refining it. But in terms of our database, we've never been in a better position. Yeah. Wow. Wow, okay. And you're finding you're able to manage your data better using Lockdown? Absolutely, right, because one of the things that I do is uh, after an open home on a Saturday, let's say I've had uh, 10 people come through, I'll take a photograph of my uh, manually written book um, and I, that, that just gets emailed to the Philippines and uh, Leah types them up into Locked On and then sends them a text for me to thank them for coming through. So, again, that's an outsourced job that I don't have to do and um, I will then get responses from those people back to my phone uh, so that uh, if we let people know often we say, look, We've had 10 people through and two people asked for a contract. That means we'll be talking to them about the house more than you. Yeah. Uh, are you interested in a contract as well? Yeah. So you'll often get a contract request on a Saturday afternoon um, without having had to, you know, make a call. And they may not be at that stage where they've actually had time to discuss it because they may have seen four or five properties that day. But you certainly can put them on the radar to to talk to uh, with more intensity on the Monday. Yeah, okay. And you're using Locked On to send out um, uh, 
an e-letter or a, or a news sheet about new listings? Yes, absolutely. So the, the, there's a great system in lockdown where you, um, with a new listing, you can go and do a buyer search and then it, it, it categorises everybody in terms of what their budget is and number of bedrooms and, that, and, and suburbs. And uh, let's say, you, you, you know, I've got a new $2 million listing and I do a buyer search and it comes up with 750 people. Um, if I've got emails, uh, it'll tell me how many of those have got emails. So let's say it's got 500 emails there. Yep. I can just send them, uh, a, I can have a template or write a single email, send that out to the 500 people. It will send them a brochure. Uh, actually a full template of the property and it will tell me how many were delivered, if there were any bounced, but more importantly it tells me who opened them. Yeah, so that's I can right. Then go and, yeah, I can then go and click on a list of who opened that email yeah. and obviously they're the ones that I'll, I'll be talking to first. Yeah, okay, lets you prioritise them. Um, Absolutely. And at a listing presentation, it would be a really powerful thing to say that you've got 41,000 contacts in your office, wouldn't it? Um, look, it is. It's, everyone, everyone gets a bit hung up on how many contacts, but, I mean, a, a contact is somebody that you've met or, or someone you've done business with rather than someone that you don't know, um, and they may or may not be in the market, but you can, you can um, assign a, an active or a non-active buyer to people so that you've actually got, you might have 41,000 contacts, but for a $2 million house, you might only have 700 looking at the moment. Sure. But if, if you go to a listing presentation and say, here's a snapshot of my database that says we've got 700 people that are actually registered with us and looking, if 10% of those are interested at this particular moment, that's 70 people that might want to buy your house. That's a great place to start before we're putting uh, expensive ads in the newspaper for you. Oh, totally, totally. It sounds like a great pitch. Now, I know I'm going to get a heap of emails asking me about your virtual assistant. Um, don't want to put you on the spot, but would you be okay with me listing Brett's contact info in Queensland in the, uh, in the show notes? I'm sure Brett would be delighted. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, he, Brett's a real estate agent too, but I believe that, that the outsourced workers has become his main business now because right. he's so successful at matching up the right people with agents. So it's not just a generic virtual assistant in Asia. It's a it's a dedicated um, uh, service for real estate agents. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is a service for real estate agents. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm just, I've seen many ads for, you know, virtual co-workers and things, but um, to my knowledge, Brett's the only one that's actually specialising in real estate agents. So the people that you're working with have got a, a working knowledge of real estate. Yeah, and, terrific. And often their English is better than mine. <laughs> of, of course, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Buddy, I want to say uh, thank you for your time um, today, this morning in, in, in your busy day. Uh, I, I loved reading the book and thank you for, for giving me the copy and I'd suggest that anybody in real estate should check this out. It, it is an interesting read and when I found, when, when I was reading it, it sort of brought back all the old, old motivations for why I wrote a book in the first place. So 
if you've ever thought of writing a real estate book and, and you want some motivation and, and even a few ideas, uh, you can grab a copy of my book or you can definitely grab a copy of Jeff's book, Sold Above Market. In fact, if you do that thing with the selfie in the bookstore, Jeff's going to send you one for free. Sorry to dub you in there, buddy. But um, No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm good for that. Okay. And um, I... If anyone wants a copy of the book and, and, and lets me know, I mean, I'm happy to share it because it, that's, you know, like I, I love doing business for, for referrals out of town and things like that. So, you know, it's great to build up relationships with other real estate agents in, in different parts of the world. I, I refer people all the time because I talk to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, it's an, it's an awesome read and uh, it's a big effort, I know, to write a book. So congratulations and thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome, Ryan. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Jeff. If you'd like to start lifting your own personal profile and marketing impact by becoming the author of your own book, it's as easy as going to realestateauthors.net where I show you exactly how to get involved. Or simply head over to the show notes for this episode at topagentsplaybook.com forward slash 43. This episode was proudly brought to you by Locked On, real estate's fastest growing cloud-based contact management software. If your real estate software is a complete disaster or clunky and slow and a chore to use, then follow the real estate leaders and turn your database into a data bank with Locked On. If you go to the show notes for this episode, you'll find a link to get a free 30-day trial and discount for life. Until next time, take care, dream big and take names. You've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. For show notes from this episode, recent podcasts and lots more, go to topagentsplaybook.com.